Welcome to Season 2, Episode 19 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw, and with me today are my usual co-hosts. We have Janelle Wheeler with us. Hey, guys. Matthew Aguilar. What up? And checking in from his own quarantine location, not to be uh, told, Mr. Producer Jim Viscardi is with us again. What's going on? I got real self-conscious about what was going to be in my background just now. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I keep forgetting for a second. Like, I know it's funny. Like, we, we record this show all the time, but now we're, like, recording one of these we're from home versions of the show. And I keep, like, I had to go and run behind me and move, like, a princess tent out of the way. It was, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. like Welcome to my world yeah, as a like, live streamer. <laughs> well, I think they expect it to be part of your world. They don't expect me to be, like, up here chilling with, like, my computer, like, podcast <laughs> and stuff and, like, a princess tent chilling. <laughs> with me. But, you know, we all need a place to get away in these trying days and times. But uh, we're here today with another quarantine edition of the show. We're on lockdown. You're probably on lockdown. So we've come up with some fun stuff to talk about today. We're going to be talking about some changes to the uh, Sony Marvel slate that happened just before we got in here and some other kind of delays in the industry as the coronavirus pandemic slogs on. Um, we're also going to be talking about streaming and what's going on in the streaming world and kind of find out what everybody's streaming. We're going to talk about Netflix's Tiger King. We did a review of this last week, but I kind of was like yelling at Janelle and Charlie because they <laughs> couldn't spill the beans <laughs> quite yet. But now Tiger King is out there. Everybody's done seeing it. So like we're going to get into, you can tell it's affected my speech, but like we're going to get into it, like about what this Netflix series is about and just how crazy it really is and what's been happening since the show's been on. We will also be talking about a possible fun new addition to the Star Wars universe and talking about some big things that I know Janelle and Matt are excited to get into, which uh, includes some Doctor Strange comic reading, some Animal Crossing, and, you know, whatever <laughs> the stuff that Matt's into. So <laughs> let's get into it all. <laughs> I try not to, I try not to uh, encourage Matt to. That was much. so judgy. That was very judgy. <laughs> <laughs> very judgy. <laughs> I'm not too, oh, that wasn't too, and they'll say on the long lines of things we've said to each other, that wasn't too judgy. That's I think fair. we're okay. That's fair. But uh, let's talk about, started the new segment as one of my children is screaming downstairs. Good luck, mom. Um, <laughs> Tony's Marvel <laughs> slate is coming out. And today we've kind of learned about, yes, there will be another delay. Morbius with Jared Leto will be delayed from its summer release date, which was in, uh, I can't find it now because they've changed it already, but is it, was that July or August? It was July. Which was early July or late July? It was or the 31st. Yeah. I or, yep. I thought it was the 31st. Janelle always has the research. I trust what she's saying. So like, <laughs> I get yeah. criticized for it and people love me for it. You gotta, you just gotta decide yeah. which, which way you like Welcome it. To <laughs> Welcome to this small place we call planet earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it was coming out late July and this is why I wanted to bring this up. Cause that kind of freaked I me. Mean, you know, I get small, small shivers of panic during all this sometimes, but like, this was like a weirdly one. Cause I was like, man, that's late July. Like that's a movie that we were expecting a big one. And now they're bumping that like, man, yeah. this wait's going to be longer than we thought. So trying to get my head around that. Thanks Morbius for freaking me out. But uh, <laughs> like, yeah, they've bumped it to 2021. Um, I forget what the new date is. Cause you know, clearly well, that's the crazy thing. Like it didn't just get moved to later in the year. It got moved to next year. No, I yeah. mean, it's a sign that slowly, but surely like uh, March 19th, 20, yeah, 2021. March 19th. 
which yeah. is oddly probably a better bet for Morbius if I, if right. I say so myself. That's that's probably a yeah. good move. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of signaling that, like, yeah, Hollywood's it's sinking in with the big studios of Hollywood that like, yeah, we're going to be doing this altered lifestyle for longer than we probably think. I mean, this is not to turn this into that kind of podcast, because, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's really part of our world now. Like, and so they're yeah. kind of just saying, screw it to basically the entire early summer too. And we'll probably soon see all the summer slate. Like, yeah. And anticipated the to fall. Like, yeah. Ghostbuster sequel. Yep. Um, Uncharted. Yeah, I mean, there's Uncharted, just a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Venom has stayed put, though. That's what we were coming ah, to. Yes. Jump gun Jim back at it. It's going to be But uh, yes, as Jim uh, forwarded <laughs> us ahead there, like, yes, um, the standing against the tide right now is Tom Hardy's Venom. Venom 2 is like, nah, we're, we're keeping our release date, which is. You know, that's a lot of cojones because I don't think that that film is done rapping, right? Like, I mean, they're still shooting that, right? They were. They were. Yeah, I think they're done shooting. I think that they were doing like art, like artwork or something recently. Hold on, I can pull that up. Um, they were. I think they're, I think principal production has wrapped. So oh, basically, yeah. basically just to cut it short, we're all in this line where they're somewhere between the end of photography and like whatever right. production, post-production. Right. Like if mm-hmm. they need to do reshoots, yeah. they're not doing it. Oh, them. they can't. No, yeah. they can't do reshoots and they got the whole post-production, which is all of Venom basically yeah. like, to do. And that's like, ooh, like, can you do that? I mean, do they have it worked out virtually? We, these are, un, these are big unknowns. Like we don't. There may be a crazy world where Venom 2 is the highest grossing movie of this year. Wow. Just, just judge. <laughs> you just like, it's like you have a warp drive in your head and you just like. That was a giant <laughs> leap. leap for <laughs> what else does it have standing in its way? I mean, what We're, Wonder Woman may give it, may give it a run, but like other than that. Just, like to, re- Pikachu, just to recap. Written all over it. Just to recap. We're talking about if they can even get this movie in the can right now. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Yes. A second ago. <laughs> I was looking for, I wanted to watch Venom, the first Venom that was released in 2018. And uh, it is only available for renting $14.99 and it's only on stars. And I'm like, what? You don't Why subscribe are, to the excellent stars? I don't have stars. Home I'll of take Outlander? a log in Are you being power? facetious or are you being... No, for, I'm uh, dead serious, home, but it's home like... Of power, Outlander, and many other... I'm so programs. surprised that they haven't released this anywhere. Not HBO, not any streaming platforms. No, no. I'm actually very surprised by it. Yeah, no, like, no. I mean, Sony plays it. I mean, that's just Sony. Sony, like, mm. keeps their toys they work through stars i mean that's just like how it goes like i may have suggested that we do a quarantine watch party to bd today i was like can we please watch venom and you can give me a code because i still have not seen this movie (laughs) (laughs) i mean and he said nope (laughs) you're missing quite a good show with tom hardy his best since mad max i'd say yeah uh, yeah so i mean venom 2 is standing against the tide they're saying fall season's still happening we're getting back to movies this is when we're gonna return to normal i hope so like, yeah, I mean, it seems so long from now. It, it would just be nice to look anyway, forward to stuff again, you know? Yeah, so, but Morbius is gone. And I think it also says something that you can take Morbius and place it now after Venom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be before it. It doesn't seem to interrupt anything. Okay. So, I mean, that also kind of tells us something about the kind of connections that you're going to see there or lack thereof. Um, so far, it seems like Morbius has more to do with Spider-Man than Venom. So, And I, I mean, kind of agree with you, like what you said before. Like, I feel like this helps Morbius 
more yeah. than anything. Cause oh, I, yeah. even I know the, the campaign hadn't really kicked into gear yet. That wasn't set to happen for a little bit longer, but like it still felt dead in the water. And I feel like now maybe you can do some like long-term proper marketing of this thing and actually get people to care. Yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest. Like, yeah, I think by March, 2021, everybody would be happy to see Jared Leto and Morbius and like, (laughs) yeah, all across the world even. So like, I think it is a good deal for that movie. So I'm not mad at it, but um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So we'll be waiting. But then again, is Morbius the thing like, it's not the kind of club I want to wait in line for, you know what I mean? So like hopefully by 2021, I'm still down with like even trying to see Morbius. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, right? Like we were looking at the just a couple of weeks ago at the 2021 release slate and like that was going to be the year, right? We're gonna, we were going to slog through this year and 2021 was going to be the year that we had Batman and two Marvel movies and just a ton of great stuff. And like now it's like, that's probably got to move too. Right, like there's no way that the the stuff that's in production or that needs to start production is going to finish in time for those 2021 dates. Man, you should really you should really listen to our last episode, like where we oh, talked about the Batman. Yeah, no, no, we went into the Batman being delayed and like how crazy it was that it was going to probably be delayed again, and that <laughs> it just keeps happening to this Batman movie, which just can't get made for the life of it. Um, when we were so close this time, it was actually happening, but now, like, What's yeah. It? James totally. Cameron finally has an excuse not to finish Avatar 2. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's getting real. We don't know. Um, thank God Netflix renewed the circle so they can still make that thing. <laughs> we'll still all have be not watched it. that, but I'm going to. Uh, Janelle, you are missing out. Yeah, your time on this podcast is suddenly numbered. It we, is really, I already get in trouble for being on my phone too much social media in the social media realm by the fiance. So I can't even imagine being like, hey, can we watch a show about this thing that you despise? Cut, cut to a week later to like when you're both like deep in the circle. The circle's a dick. You have one TV, by the way. So. Yeah. You go, you gotta, you gotta check out a circle, but that's neither here nor there. So that's what's yeah. happening with Sony, but it is a good segue into our next conversation. So as you know, things have turned crazy in the world. So now everybody's streaming their, their living butts off because <laughs> in the streaming companies are trying to keep from breaking the internet and keep up with the surges. Netflix is dropping, but uh, you know, this was going to be an interesting thing because you know, since the year just went Mad Max on us, like we just kind of do forget that like this was supposed to be the year of the streaming wars. All these services were coming out, Peacock, like HBO Max, and it was going to be this whole big battle with streamers. And now, I mean, that thing is becoming all out war because like this is real money on the table now. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see what's been happening because Netflix is just still by and large killing it, like just killing it. And we all thought this was the year everybody was coming for Netflix's neck. Remember? Mm-hmm. Remember that time? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, now Netflix is killing it. I mean, it's not even close. It doesn't even feel close. Like, I don't give a crap. About, I mean, my kids love Disney Plus, but like for the shows they watch, but like there's nothing on Disney Plus as we talk. And it seems like we know now living week to week <laughs> what's happening on Netflix. Like, well, that's the biggest thing, right? Like Netflix was able to, you know, finish a bunch of stuff that they still have a healthy library of stuff mm-hmm. that they can keep rolling out. We all laughed about all the money they were spending. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and now it's like, yeah, we thought we all thought, oh, you know, once once Disney Plus gets the Marvel shows up and running, like we'll get something new every week for the rest of the year. Kind okay, of thing. whoa, whoa, whoa. There was no yeah, we. There was no we. I remember okay. that conversation. <laughs> most, most of I us. Was I was not on this one. Exciting. 
but yeah, like, but like, we were like, Disney was about to get rolling with with new content. We were going to have new content every week, uh, live action stuff that that we all would have cared about. And then, and then no, now it's just even more apparent. We may not even get Falcon and Winter Soldier on time anymore. Oh my gosh! Stop saying scary stuff. <laughs> that People breaks my heart. Like it's no. the, that's it. No, no, we all like, recoil. Oh you were terrible today. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's... I feel we will get that stuff. It's just a matter of it. Yeah, we'll we'll get things. it December 31st this year. <laughs> I mean, hey, yes, but it will come eventually. I just feel like, yes, Netflix, that that play of we're going to because right now, right? Like I thought honestly Hulu would be higher on this list because like we've been watching a lot of Hulu because we like a bunch of TV shows, but like the fact that people are craving something new to get into and there's just not a lot of not even shows not even new shows that like uh like completely original properties just shows that like people netflix has such a library well but that's the problem with the binge that's the problem with the binge model it's not a problem it's a different taste that's all it is and right now it's showing that their model is can be successful mm-hmm. and has its merits. Yeah, but they wouldn't have to shotgun out as many things if they dripped it out a little bit. Like, but it's not a negative. Like, like slow, it's just like slow down. You're going to get to July and you're not going to have anything new anymore. But again, they're always making new stuff. Like their model right now, it's showing. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Okay, like a bunch of people had the week to week, which is great too. I like yeah. that stuff too, and mm-hmm. I like the slower approach. But it goes to show there's enough room in the space for both. And right now, Netflix is shining with their method. And even before that, I mean, after The Mandalorian, we've been having the same conversation on the podcast for weeks about there's nothing to watch on Disney Plus, even though Disney Plus is loaded with old shows. But yeah, beautiful not- nature documentaries, I'm finding, is that I have to teach homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just That's shows great. that there's room for both methods. It's not an either-or proposition. It can be both. Yeah, no, I mean, we are living right now, like most of pop culture really is like what's happening on either The Bachelor or on Netflix. Like <laughs> that's what it what's dominating as we're covering the news. Like that is what's dominating. Like we're about to go in on Tiger King because like that's the thing right now. And like everybody, that's the thing we have. That is our event. And it's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, so Prime, not coming close. I mean, I watch a lot of TV on Hulu, but like, yeah, Disney Plus, like, uh, yeah. Now, I mean, The Boys season two was in the can, right? That one's done. It's in post production. Yeah, it's in post. It's in post. Okay. okay. I think we can still get that. Yeah, some people That's are something busy. to look forward to. You know, my old adage: chaos breeds opportunity. Some people are going to come up big on this because, yeah. yeah, if you got the stuff done, if you got it in the can, like now is the time. This is weirdly like recycling us back to the thing when there were like three TV channels and we all like watched the same show as an mm-hmm. event. Like this oh is- man, yes. <laughs> Should we talk about what we're streaming? <sighs> like what we're all watching? Um, I watch a lot of uh. Right now, I'm, I like I said, I watch a lot of TV, so I'll plug Hulu. So I watch like a lot of Hulu. I stream a lot of kind of like TV recaps, and I watch a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've been watching that quarantine episode oh, over nice. and over again, like a madman, because you know now we're all living it and yeah some other ones about going crazy in isolation that they have that you know <laughs> laugh at key times when i need to laugh um but i'm also watching the oh, um, netflix of course i'm coming back i did castlevania season three which i love castlevania for the you anime fans um and gaming fans i guess and uh ozark is back for season three yep and uh i'm settling into that but that's not like an event to me it's Same. just kind of 
you, you're just getting back with the Ozark peeps and mm-hmm. kind of going back through the next chapter. So, um, yeah. I finally hey. finished Altered Carbon, the new season. Uh, just loved it, actually. Um, it took a few episodes for me to get into, um, but by the end, I was upset that it was over. And then, honestly, I just downloaded a new streaming app. It's the Red Bull TV app, and it's basically a lot of sports um for me, I do rock climbing sometimes. So I have like this huge love of watching rock climbing events and things like that. They have live television shows for tons of different types of really cool content. And one of those is uh, like a bunch of documentaries and series on like rock climbing. And these people are doing crazy stuff. Um, so that's really cool. There's even like a culture section, which covers like a professional break dancing and stuff like that, which I was into back in the day. Uh, but it's a really cool, it, it's free. And you can just kind of get on there and I don't know if you need a break from scripted and you don't want to watch fake reality TV shows like The Bachelor. um, This is actually like real cool stuff. Yeah. Shots fired. I always think like (laughs) I have the craziest origin story on this thing, but like slowly but surely. (laughs) So far, if you're not keeping count, Janelle's been like somewhere along the line of a B-girl who was slinging (laughs) booze at one point, riding around with a fast, furious Honda. And then was just like, ah, that's it. I'm going to grab a guitar, hit American Idol, and then like, I mean, he's a bunch not of wrong. other stuff. Like, he's this is all wrong. part of a Billy Gorgeous story. Like, oh my God. Well, I'll just like kind of run Now I'm at comic book. Yeah. Wow. Let's go. Wow, man. Origin it. stories. These are like the best. <laughs> I think after enough isolation, that's what we're just going to do an origin stories episode. <laughs> I think I had a <laughs> Our unaired pilot was called oh, un- God. Origin Stories, or maybe it still is. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, that was a different world. But uh, all right, Matt, what do but you got? But Red Bull TV is cool. Just check it out. Uh, so for me, uh, Anissa when- got me hooked on uh, how to get away with murder <laughs> on Netflix. So, like, really? No, yeah, you've got, so a, you've got a long road. I know. So we're like four seasons in already. Like, it's, wow. it's ridiculous. Well, and it's like she got me up to speed because I came in and she already binged like half the first season. I'm like, oh, my God. OK, so like she caught me up. But it's like really freaking good. And I totally missed out on the show. Um, also going back and making my way through an older season of Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> to catch up so I can get caught up uh, for like whenever. Actually, hadn't you season. hadn't seen this or are you watching it again? No. So the an old one. So like, okay. I think it's like Tubi. I think it's like Tubi TV or whatever has like some of the older seasons. And so like I'm catching up in lieu. I was, nice. It was all so I could get prepared for like the next one. And God knows when that's going to actually Was happen. this the one that Claire was on? The new Bachelorette? Yeah. Yeah, I love her. Because I wanted to like, I wanted to see it, you know, because I I came in after. Uh, And then uh, Netflix, I'm always going through and like looking at uh, stand up comedy. So Taylor Tomlinson has a new special and that's pretty good. Um, And then uh, going through The Office. I, I love The Office, man. I never get The Office of is holding it together for uh, most of the nation, I think, right yeah. now. So oh, good. Man, I've got some breaking news to go with my answer. My answer was going to be Law & Order SVU is what I've been sort of going back. Oh, and- that too. That's on Hulu. Yeah. And Christopher Maloney is coming back <gasps> to do a show on NBC what? as Detective Stabler. Yes! This is great news. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Do we know when? Oh, for his own spinoff? For his own spinoff. Wait, wow. 13 episode, 13 episode order. There's no timeline. Uh, there's obviously no timeline. Man, I love all these people who love Christopher <laughs> Maloney from SVU. Man, if you, if you did not get to know that man on Oz, HBO's Oz, <laughs> you don't know Christopher no, Maloney. He's, he's great on Happy. Oh, also, yeah. Happy uh, was so good. What is it? Happy. Wild Hot American Summer? 
Yeah. <laughs> he's also fantastic in that. I mean, he's great in pretty much everything. But I just watched, like, I've just been binging season 12 and season <laughs> 13 of SVU, which was when he, like, the season he was gone for the first time. Uh, and that, like, first three episodes of, like, them dealing with him leaving is, like, amazing. Oh, my God, he's coming back. That's awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, when is this Quibi thing hitting? When's Quibi going to come and save us all? I keep seeing Thanks. ads for it, so I mean, Me too. it's got to be soon. They're spending perhaps, that ad money. Perhaps in a Quibi. Can, can you explain it, Quibi? It's like 10 minutes of things. It's like TV programming for like the Twitter version, I guess, basically. Ah. Yeah, I didn't know if the whole... I'm guessing like every episode is 10 minutes, or is it like a complete oh. project in 10 minutes? <laughs> I wasn't quite clear on that. I think it's, like, I think it's more culture. like every episode is 10 minutes, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And like stories told in 10 minutes. So like, yeah, it's like for people who are so busy that you're on the go and you only have like 10 minutes <laughs> to like look at something because 22 is just too long, which oh is the gosh, actual I'm length of you. a normal on like without voice is what makes Our that culture is just boredom culture, man. We just cannot stay engaged. This is why I love things like the quarantine watch party because I'm kind of ADD, like ADD and to be able to be tweeting about it and also watching it and also seeing what other people are saying. It's been really fun. Hey man, yeah. I got a multitask. Like I got six arms. So, you know, yeah, but I can watch some stuff in 10 minutes. We're going to check that out, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Our final story. Cause we're just going to quick mention is this is just a rumor so far, but it's kind of a cool rumor that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, has been rumored to have been near the set of the Mandalorian season two, as it wrapped filming. That's cool. Uh, speculation that Jamie Lee Curtis could pop up as a cameo in The Mandalorian Season 2, which would be really cool. Um, that would be cool. If she turned out to be the chick under the uh, helmet, the blacksmith or something like that, <gasps> that would be awesome. But like, what? Just, I mean, that's one of those things you can retcon because we never saw her. So Yeah. I mean, they are saying that she could have been near the filming set because she might have been filming Avatar 2. Yeah. There's always, I mean, this is just a major rumor. It's just a major rumor, but uh, Halloween Rumors star, are fun. Listen, yeah, we'll hang on to anything Curtis, at this point. <laughs> yeah. And it was just good because, I mean, it's just a what if of it would be awesome. I would love to see she's just great. Curtis in the Star Wars universe. She I love can her. do no wrong. Oh, yeah. gosh, that'd be so cool. And she's better than ever. I mean, I hadn't seen her in a while, but she came back. And when she did that Halloween remake is like a yes. really crazed out Laurie Strode. Like, yeah, that was awesome. She was pretty badass. So I would love to see uh, Jamie Lee Curtis show up in The Mandalorian. So that's just a little rumor note. Let us know what you think about that. Hashtag comic book nation. Uh, mm -hmm. When we come back, we are going to deep dive and we are going to go in on Netflix's Tiger King. <laughs> Plus talk about some things that my uh, always smiling co-hosts like to talk about. We got to, we got to feed you guys like tigers, except with like rainbows and smile stuff. Like stuff. <laughs> Red meat. Uh, that's mostly for you, Matt, but uh, stay tuned. Cause when we come back, we go in on Tiger King. All right, so so let's just talk Tiger King. Oh, Jason. Oh, my Lord. Oh, good Lord in the sky. So last time we did a show, we reviewed Tiger King. I had mm. only seen the first episode, but I thought I was like in the water. So I was like, oh, I got this down. I'm just going to talk about this. And you and Charlie started, Janelle and Charlie started going kind of in on this. And I was like, whoa, you guys are getting too... We are like, trying not to spoil. Yeah, but, and it was like, yeah. you know... 
I was on the other side of the looking glass at that point, and mm-hmm. I had just kind of dipped my toe into who Joe Exotic was and this like crazy little world that he was in. Man, <laughs> I was not prepared. I think I texted both uh, Janelle and Charlie in like real time as I was watching episodes. And Carol Baskin's husband. Here, like I was working from home. <laughs> And while I was working, I, I like to have things and things like Tiger King are great because I don't have to like pay attention every second of it while I'm working, right. but I just generally listen to it. And like when stuff starts happening, then I'm like, what? Like, and there were a lot of those moments. And I was just like telling Janelle and Charlie, like episode by episode, I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I just stopped texting you eventually. Cause Charlie left. Like I had to go full tinfoil hat on Charlie. I oh, you just, know, Charlie <laughs> will get, get like, in yeah. on that. So yeah. I knew he'd be down. So I was like, I'm not going to. I was just like crazy, right? Phone. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not going to blow up your phone. But like when I got into the whole Jeff, like whatever, that dude, the biker dude. Yeah. Crazy thing with his girl. And then like him, like, yeah, I was just like, holy Christ. Like, I can't, I if, can't take this. But, for anyone uh, so, who's listening who maybe doesn't know yeah, who like hasn't I just watched it yet. Spoilers it's basically, for Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah. I me. mean, it starts off as it's, it almost seems like it's going to be comedic and funny and, and that it's just going to be following these crazy people, you know, through their journey of, you know, owning big cats and things. And then it, it just out of nowhere takes this really dark turn um, and it gets real. Like, and it very keeps quickly. going. Yeah, it, no, it, it takes like doesn't five stop. more turns. Yeah, it stays <laughs> dark until you finish the show. So yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty intense. I feel like everybody leaves it with some kind of an opinion on who did what, who is the villain here. Um, but it's very interesting. And the fact that, like, I-, I swear to God, not until I saw what we were talking about today, did I know that they're actually trying to make a show based on this show. Yeah, no, they were they were already Joe Exotic was already going to have a TV series made about him, like, <laughs> like Which, and that no, casting. No, but now they're yeah. like actually having like stars, and they're yeah. writing a show. Yeah, I I did not know. No, that. Kate McKinnon was already cast. Yeah. As Carol. So let's just get into this. Brilliant really casting, who's, by the way. Who's That's not like casting. yeah, who hasn't been learning? So Tiger King is about this group, like Janelle said, of people who have made themselves self-anointed zookeepers and owners of exotic animals and specifically like big cats, like lions, lynxes, Mm -hmm. tigers, obviously for the show's name and all that stuff. Leverts, cheetahs. Um, Yeah. And in episode one, you, you meet this cast of characters and they're all like, you know, said like very comedic. It's like Joe exotics is this flamboyantly gay gun toting, explosive toting redneck by his own description. That's not Mm -hmm. me. Polygamist. Yeah. Yeah. Polygamist like getting. Yeah. And he owns this, you know, place. There's a Carol. I forget her basket is her name. Basket. Yeah. Basket is her last name. Who is this kind of like flighty, almost like hippie ish kind of big cat owner who seems like very sweet and stuff. Mm. Uh, And then doc Antle, who is this very, you know, kind of new age hippie, is polygamist also, like mm-hmm. guy who's like operating this I cat sense a theme. <laughs> yeah. Cat, cat thing that uh, basically. Cat polygamist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With women. Tiger, big cat polygamist, God. And then, and like, it's just like as their day to day. Each one, yeah, but each episode begins to focus a little more on each one of these characters, and it quickly just gets so nuts. Like they say, like, you figure out like Joe Exotics like rounding up and marrying straight boys who are meth addicts using drugs to like lure them in 
to these polygamous marriages while kind mm-hmm. of running every shady deal out of his zoo that you could like possibly run. Doc Antle's like making these women by like get surgery so they can become like Barbie dolls for him while they're like <laughs> sleeping in like cockroach infested huts and like he's using baby tigers to like get people attracted to zoos and then there's rumors that he's taking them out back shooting them and throwing them in his self-made crematorium to get rid of the bodies Carol turns out to be a lady who was like found by her very old husband, like walking down the highway, crying, married him who was like a millionaire. And then he disappeared and like it. And no one knows where he went. Yeah. Nobody knows where he went. Not a trace of him. And he was kind of like telling people around him that his wife was going to kill him. And all the other keepers like, yeah, they would just feed him to a tiger and they're (laughs) digest all of them. And so this lady might have fed her husband to a tiger. Then you just meet random side characters like Manny, the guy who's actually Tony Montana for real, like in for real, real life. Yeah. And he's I mean, like, everything in went, like, yeah. is a Grand Theft Auto game. Like, yeah. that's what I feels like we're watching <laughs> mm-hmm. in real life. Like, we're watching. Nailed it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto game. And, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And Manny was just a crazy. He was just like, in every story that dude told, he was just like, yeah, I was doing this. I was doing all this cocaine. I hang out. I'm just tiger. Like, He's like, whatever. It happened. Yeah. yeah, I killed a guy. Well, I didn't kill him, but I was right there watching. And so, yeah. I mean, I guess I kind I of killed I, him. Like, I kind of had to go to jail. I did my time. Like, he's like, you know, the man I ordered, I did not do it myself, but they did. Like, I was just like, what? Like, there's so many times in the show that you were just like, WTF, 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 like with increasing caps on the size of your WTFs, that it's just nuts. And then Jeff comes in the picture, who's like this Harley biker con man who takes a zoo from Joey Exotica. There's one of his husbands who, like, Travis, who blows his head off with a revolver. Like, Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah right? Which just, is insane that you yeah, forgot exactly. about that. This is such <laughs> a sordid show that that dude blowing his head off on, ca- like, right off camera while another guy that poor off his... Watch. Nerves, they they like, showed the footage of the guy watching it happen. Yeah. And like, like, real footage. It's yeah. not acting. Yeah. And the fact that you're like, I forgot that happened just proves how crazy of a show this really is. Yeah. Like, Tiger King, man. It's also tragic. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot of, I don't know. The, it's tragic for I, the animals. That's who I felt bad for. Well, like, yeah, I, I mean. bad for these people. And like, Carol Baskin's husband. Yeah, f- no. Yeah, exactly. Dude, <laughs> the dude who picked up a crying look girl, like, on her 20s on the side of the road one night and then was like, I'm going to marry this chick? No, I don't have <laughs> that guy. Like, who was flying illegally to South America doing God knows what. Like, uh, yeah, no. It just proves that, like, the thing that, like, I think the document docuseries does really good at the end is to bring it all together as the final scenes are about the animals. It's like mm-hmm. we've talked about all these crazy people, but the final segment's about just the animals and Joey Exotic, like these two chimps and kind of admitting he had screwed up their lives as chimps and how happy they were when they finally released them. And basically all the inferences that you get throughout the series that none of these people is like a real zoologist. Like none of them have any kind of real studies or knowledge of animals or how to care for animals. None of them goes out in the wild and studies animals or goes on safari or does anything related to animals except like take control of them and use them as these kind of commodities. And like 
yeah, they're all these kind of crazy masters of their own world. Like they're God over land and animal, like, and that's their whole shtick. And it is like a psychosis, like, cause there are these common themes with these people and the attraction to the big cats and all that. And like what they're a symbol of. And I think it does a good job of just letting them play themselves, which is what a good documentary should do. Like all these people like come off and think they're like so sensible and smart, but all of them are just like, really ridiculous and in some cases have like sealed their own fates because now like investigations back into the disappearance of carol's husbands are like real things that are trying to ramp up again and like that jeff dude's probably going away if he's not already away that dude's going away for a long time okay my question is is do you guys want are you happy that joe exotic is in jail do you want him to remain there are you kind of like feeling firm you wish that he'd get out and have some justice like how do you feel about Uh, i think i mean it's a i mean honestly it's a complicated moral question but Mm -hmm. deep down if i had to simplify it i think america needs entertainment right now um (laughs) and that might just trump all other needs that we have speaking Uh, of trump isn't he trying to um implore trump to get him out He's like asking for Trump to let him off. And 97 million, not just get out. Mm-hmm. He wants 97, 97 million. million yeah. That's, that's that really, is so that's normal these days. And that's so sad. <laughs> oh, it's peak, you know, that's peak 2020, man. That's yeah, peak 2020 right. right there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, I think American needs entertainment. But no, I mean, I think he was an idiot and I think he got played. I mean, I think he definitely a, got played. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just am shocked at how embedded some of these people were in kind of like everyday pop culture like there was all that stuff that came out with um with doc you know being a part of britney spears's whole uh thing with the the boa and the tigers and all that jazz. oh i yeah. didn't know that oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah jack was like, adam jack, oh, uh, you know, shaquille O'Neal being uh <laughs> at that and then then there's this other thing That's where awesome, today, uh <laughs> the undertaker WWE yes. Undertaker does a oh, video yeah. at, with Michelle Mc, with his wife Michelle McCool, and everyone is like, "What the hell is this?" And it on the surface it looks like a Save the Tigers PSA, and then it comes out that he they did it at Doc Altavans freaking compound in the Carolinas. Crazy. Like, oh. like, at first I was like, "Oh wow, that's pretty cool and noble that you know the Undertaker wants to save the Tigers," and then I see him go do it. This I was like. Well, uh, I thought he was saving them. I mean, hey, that's nope. the whole thing. Came for the that's, orgy, stayed for the save. The that's that is the <laughs> argument that a lot are now making, right? Because, like, yeah, Shaquille coming out and like, I didn't know they were running drugs and doing <laughs> Undertaker, and like, yeah, I didn't know that you know people were getting like those drugs were just okay. Yeah. I didn't know where they were from. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I thought did. these totally savory characters. I was <laughs> yeah, I, that to me, that's the biggest thing of like, look, you knew something was off. Granted, I am going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you did not know this was yeah. going on. Was I the only one who saw the John Oliver segment and was like, oh wait, yes, like I remember this. Oh movie. yeah, yes. when that dude was yeah. like yes. running for president and like throwing yeah. his head yeah. in the ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I just couldn't believe he wasn't from Florida, honestly. And I am a Florida girl. It just sounds I, I'm going like to be honest. Story. Like I was kind of statist because I kept forgetting it was in Oklahoma, and I kept thinking this was all in Florida. And yeah. I was saying, like, damn, Florida. Well, man. what I mean is Carol Baskin's in Florida, though, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Carol, Carol Baskin's in Florida. Yeah, She's and in Manny Tampa. was in, and Manny was in Florida, I think. Yeah, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah. I guess, but, like, weren't you saying that like we're they're already talking about a movie adaptation? Oh, they're talking about everything. Like there, so there was a movie adaptation yeah. in the works already based okay. off the podcast. 
that like that Whoa. that dude who did the podcast that like really blew all this open so much so that i i believe um kate mckinnon was signed on to play oh, carol yeah, Baskin. Signed on for the yeah, movie. To play carol. oh i thought it was yeah. a tv series can okay. we make it better though and just have her play all the roles <laughs> yeah well, I have some like, suggestions. I mean, for but let's be let's be totally honest with you. After seeing like, her Lindsey Graham, like I just I'm okay with her playing. She <laughs> right. could do she could do all three. She would Carol, kill as Carol Doc right and Joe. <laughs> but like, but honestly though, but like her as Carol Baskin is is perfect. It oh, is. Yeah. No, it's great. It is. I was thinking Danny McBride for Doc. A lot of oh, people God. said that. I like Edward. I would actually like Edward Norton. Like, I think Edward Norton would become Joey Exotic. For like, <laughs> no, I meant for Doc. Yeah, I think, oh, I think Danny oh, would be McBride. good. As, as that Doc. one fan yeah. posted in yeah. that story, though, when they said, like, they posted a picture of David Spade from Joe Dirt and was like, he's been preparing for this role. <laughs> Seriously? His life. Oh, that David Spade. So 100%. If you uh, re- watch Lights Out, David Spade is now, like, on YouTube. He's doing it from uh, home. But, like, yeah, he's. He's aware, <laughs> but, but, but honestly, there is good, there would be no one who would take the role more seriously than Jared Leto. No, dude. Oh no. my <laughs> god! He'll be like trying to. He'll be in the wild trying to bond with tigers. And, He'd get like everything <laughs> pierced. Yeah, like yeah. No, oh yeah. No, I think Ed Norton as Joey Exotic would be great. It would be it'd be so crazy to see. Um, but anyway, we got to move on because Rich is giving me the twirly fingers digitally. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys, I mean, get out on this Netflix. Tiger King. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it has lifted up my 2020 oddly. Same. Enough. But now we we got to spring these tigers. You know, Peter, get on this. All right, <laughs> moving right along. Um, I'm not going to talk too much because we're going to cut down. Sometime, anything about Westworld had an interesting episode this week with that led oh. our girl uh, Tessa Thompson shine, one of my favorite people. Um, Janelle, you have anything about the Walking Dead? Yeah. Bit? Well, Westworld, I was just going to say that the episode was like super emotionally charged, almost to a fault. I kind of got bored. Um, I love a backstory and like kind of like a a very like intimate look into characters. But I, for some reason, this episode didn't really land for me. It's my least favorite Westworld episode I've ever watched. The only good thing about it to me was the architecture and the uh, the digital art, like showing the robots, like the anti-crisis robots. Um, but it does progress a story enough and it makes me excited about next week's episode. And thank God for Westworld right now, because that is seriously like very exciting. Um, Walking Dead, Great episode. I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, we got to see where, oh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, we got to see where uh, we pick up from the loss of Alpha. Alpha was um, taken out by Negan. And then we get to kind of see how Negan progresses through trying to get back into Alexandria. Carol won't let him back in because she is on her Carol thing, trying to be away from everyone because she's kind of losing it a little bit. She keeps seeing a live Alpha. She has a lot of close calls. Um, almost gets taken out by walkers. And then, of course, we see who Beta really is, which is a famous figure. Uh, He was a country singer. We find out before the apocalypse started, and um, we actually leave off this episode with him taking off Alpha's uh, skin, as they do, um, the Whisperers, and he adds part of her face to his um, already existing walker whisperer mask, and it's it's very satisfying. Wasn't that a panel like right out of the comics? Yes. Like there's like, a lot yeah. of moments from the comics actually in this episode. And the teaser for the next episode is very much aligned with the comics, which is cool. Yeah. So we'll see. 
All right. So Walking Dead, still doing well on that show if you guys are yeah, trying to tune in. I can't remember. I feel like we we do have an episode coming up where Maggie makes a return, but I've I keep hearing different things about where they had to kind of cut production because of this. Um and I don't know if it's next week that we have that we're stopping and we're not gonna know what happens for a while or I think we have uh, one more episode and then okay. uh, the that yes, there's this episode coming up okay. and then sometime eventually the finale oh gosh yeah that's frustrating but yeah all right well that'll do it for kind of where we are tv uh janelle you wanted to go in on animal crossing oh well i was just um i I was just suggesting like animal crossing is killing it you go onto any um video game streaming platform and animal crossing is just blowing up um i personally have never played it but i am doing a giveaway on my twitter account i'm not going to like plug it too much but if you guys want to try i'm giving away a copy of animal crossing because i bought two um gamestop is somehow remaining open like during all of this (laughs) and uh that was something i was just going to make note i actually had already pre-ordered a hard copy but i was so eager to play that i bought a digital copy as well and then i Set, I was stubborn and I'm like, no, I'm not going to let my money go to waste. So I went to GameStop. They passed me the game through the door. They don't even let you in the store. Yep. Seriously, no I showed him my ID Leave through the money. window and he gave it to me through the through the door and I had gloves on and a mask and everything. Wait, and so have you started it yet, Janelle? I have not started it no. because I, I'm doing the giveaway tomorrow and I want to kind of start it with whoever wins. Like uh, I'm going to try oh, like that's I'm always thinking of others. That. That's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was going to ask if you were pro or against the time travel method of playing Animal Crossing. Well, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, so anything time travel makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Boom. Tardis. But I am almost done with Pokemon. I'm on my last gym and I've been really babying this because I don't want this game to end. So, um, oh, Pokemon. Janelle, also. the post game gets so much better. Once you finish the <sighs> gyms, the game gets so much better. Oh, I can't wait. I already have like so many shinies. I have like a shiny Charizard and like all these crazy Pokemon because people online are amazing camp. and they give me all this stuff, but <laughs> I'm having a blast. Yeah, I'm a brat. <laughs> I got you. Just know my friend code. I will that hook it up. That was very low key yeah. resentful right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So maybe we'll hear back from Animal Crossing uh, next week when uh, Janelle's had a chance to play it. And Heck yeah. Talk about this game I'll probably never see in the flesh. All right. <laughs> then finally, Matt. So a lot of c- kind of closing us out, Matt. A lot of c- changes also coming to the comic industry. We don't know when we're going to be getting new comics, but that doesn't mean we are going to leave you out because Matt's got what you can get right now. Plus, I think we have something retro to talk about that uh, finally. Yes. Janelle Wheeler, this is your time to shine. So uh, let's get into that. Should I go first? Okay. Yeah, uh, no, Matt, well, let's let Matt just give okay. us the comics just so we get that out of the way so people know what's out there right now. Okay, so uh, you can go for uh, my full breakdown on everything from all the different publishers coming on comicbook.com. But the biggest new releases, there aren't a lot, uh, but the biggest new releases are coming from DC, which is releasing a small amount of books, uh, most of them trades. Uh, there is like one new series of uh, Batman the Adventures Continue, number one that's coming digitally, but it was always a digital first. Uh, so most of the new stuff that was oh. slated to come out is getting pushed. You're kind of uh, burying that one. That that digital short is a continuation 
of I Batman know. the Animated Series. I know, which that's I was going big, to get that's to. That's a big jump deal. Gun, well, you kind of just like <laughs> brushed it under the thing. It's like, oh, they've got this thing, but we're going to keep moving. No, you got to just stop and talk was, about it. I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes, it is actually, it is a really cool thing. However, what I was saying was the normal new releases are not slated. Most of the stuff is getting pushed to a later time. But uh, the stuff that DC is releasing, aside from that, the one now, what I will say is, I was excited for that one, okay? Which is really cool that it's picking up where the animated series left off and it's got the same art style and that's awesome. However, the one I was really excited about was Justice League of America, The Nail, the complete collection, which they're also releasing. And I love those nail books. There's three of them. Uh, I thought that was just a really fun, like Elseworld style tale. If you've never seen it, essentially the premise is that uh, the Kents, when going to find the baby in the ship, hit a nail, like their tires popped by a nail. And so they never find him. And then it sets all these other events in motion, which is actually really cool. So in addition to the animated series continuation, there is that. Uh, also, one thing I wanted to highlight was that uh, while Valiant, uh, Image, uh, Marvel, a lot of those places aren't releasing new comics. Valiant is giving away a ton of new issues, or sorry, free issues, uh, completely free on their uh, social media. So they're like going to be uh, tweeting links to free issues as well as uh, trades. So that is something you'll want to keep uh, kind cool. of a peg on, which is just a really cool thing to do. Yeah. Uh, also, some Boom Studios books will be coming, but they are graphic novels only. There were essentially things that uh, were going to bookstores. Um, so uh, that is your update as far as what is new. Now, um, what's cool is I have some retro books that I think right now is like a perfect time to check in, but I do want to check in with Janelle on okay. how the Doctor Strange uh, comic book deep dive is going. Yes. Okay. So uh, quickly, Doctor Strange is my favorite Marvel hero, uh, and we thought that a good start would be to go with your favorite. So um, I had no idea that I would relate so much or that I would love this so much. And the more I talked to like BD and you guys about this comic, um, the more I'm realizing, goodness gracious, you guys picked a heck of a guy to start me off on because um, the biggest thing for me was... Um, I didn't read the 1951 first appearances and all of that because um, I could not log in properly to get into those. We don't have those on file yet, so I'm probably going to get there and just buy them pretty soon. But I was awesome. eager to start. So um, it's the Doctor Strange season one. Um, I think it was, is it 2015 when it was released? Uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Strange Origin, 2015? So the season one was in 2011. Okay. Okay, I don't know why this says this. It's 2015. They, they've republished them a number. Okay. Of times. Yeah. Okay. So this was my first time reading a full blown, like full color comic. I have dabbled in the Walking Dead series. And so I kind of thought I knew what this was going to be like. And then as soon as I started experiencing it, I don't even want to say reading it, experiencing this, the artwork was just mind blowing for me. I like to the point where I was just like, I had Odessa playing in the background and was reading this book and like it, just looking at this artwork and I was blown away. I was like, the, the, I have found a new hobby. I have found something that I love so much. Like, this is unbelievable. The artwork in this series is so pretty and I want to get a tattoo of it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's such a good, like it's an easy read, um, super easy to follow, especially if you have seen the movie. And uh, basically, it's just the it's the origin story of Doctor Strange. And, you know, obviously, there's a lot there's differences in the storyline, you know, comparatively to the movie. But um, I loved I loved the differences. I loved 
um, the Sorcerer Supreme and how, you know, he's a little cheeky and goofy in it. And um, I love, you know, the play between Wong and, you know, Steven and how they're kind of like competitors in the beginning. And it's just, you know, honestly, more than anything, the artwork is just, it stands out so much. I, from reading a black and white comic, which is The Walking Dead, and then switching over to this, I know that, or what I've heard is that Doctor Strange is kind of known for this really spectacular artwork and really like funky stuff. And I just dig it. I love it so much. So what's next like, on your Doctor Strange? Um, so Matt made a whole little guide for me. Next is a story that highlights Strange's relationship and rivalry with Doctor Doom. Um, so it's going to be Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom Triumph and Torment 1989. Hmm. Where, yeah, where did you put, did you put, I mean, I would have to imagine Doctor Strange the Oath is on that list. Yes, that is the next one after uh, Triumph and Torment. Uh, and then after that, I've got her, I, I've got her starting on Dr. Strange number one, which is the 2015 Jason Aaron series, mm -hmm. which I adore and that Jim knows weird. this and always rags on me. Like a little art, but I, I love it. Like uh, it I know. But what's great is, and, and actually I think, uh, the reason why you might've gotten it uh, twisted with the 2015 is that in one of the collected editions, they actually put the Dr. Strange origin yeah and then they it put did the first i saw it and i did see the artwork and it was a complete different shift from what yeah. i was reading and that's when i realized okay yeah probably should, <laughs> I probably this was probably the end of the book and i should stop um yeah. but yeah it is a very unique point of view like i've never seen artwork like that before but i'm so attached i don't know if this is something normal with comic book readers but you kind of never forget your first comic and i feel like this is my first real comic and i don't know how anything is ever going to top it because it's just so beautiful <laughs> i mean emma amazing. rios is like a fantastic it's like, so pretty so yeah. <laughs> i can't can't hate on that one of the cool things about the new that other series is that it introduces more things about the cost of magic which is why it's, a, it's a very like natural progression uh for that character so uh that's i'm very excited for you to get to that but yeah no uh that's that's awesome like it's it's just so cool to hear uh because again like you, you you're exactly right and we'll actually get to one of the retro books i'm going to highlight is like one of my first like comics for a particular character and that's you never forget it it yeah. sticks in your sticks in your brain um just kind of so like doctor awesome. who you never forget your first doctor <laughs> Sorry, exactly. Which is Doctor, why, Doctor Who references. Oh, well, this is a PG, PG 13 show. Let's which is why, <laughs> which is why Chris Eccleston is like my favorite doctor. And yeah, and I know everyone mine. doesn't like him. But. Yep. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, so that's where we're going to, and we're going to continue on in this journey because this is actually really fun. Uh, as for my retro books that you want, and I know Kofi will agree with me on uh, the first one here, uh, you can get X Men The Complete Age of Apocalypse, Epic Book One. For like $14.99 right now. If you're part of Marvel Unlimited, you can just, if you're already a member there, you can download, like, read all the single issues and as well as both collections. Uh, there's no better time to dive into that. You've got a ton of material to read. And aside from like maybe one miniseries or two, uh, everything is stellar in this. Like, it's, it's so fun, ridiculous, it's over the top, and it's such a great quintessential x-men story I mean, you can um, read that or you can read executioner song which is by and far a better x-men crossover but what that's fine. oh my god oh, no i love this <laughs> matt no. gets some pushback no. No. okay it's not even a competition one's alternate universe one's in continuity like yeah yeah like all executioner song is one of the best in continuity x-men stories of age of apocalypse oh, I, will, is, I will absolutely is the best alternate x-men story like alternate timeline story 
Yes. Don't, yeah. Different things. Thanks a lot for marketing that, Jim. Now, yeah. I will <laughs> say uh, one of my other favorite in continuity uh, events is actually Messiah Complex. Uh, oh, I, I love Messiah Complex. Yes, right? So uh, right now you can, again, it's all available on Unlimited uh, and you can read all the lead up events to and from, but even just that as its own event, that's fantastic. Like I've gone back to just reread that just because it's so enjoyable. Uh, and also kind of tuning into what uh, Janelle said, you know, you never really forget your first comic. And for me, I my first introduction, one of my favorite Green Lanterns is Kyle Rayner. Uh, and he's, he's become my favorite uh, over time. So the first issues that I ever actually read of him was like, it was one of those things where you end up in a dollar bin and you're reading stuff and you pick up stuff. And mine was Green Lantern Volume 3, number 63 and 64. It's a two-parter, Parallax View, and it's when, you know, post-Parallax days, Hal comes back, he tries to get his original ring, which now Kyle has. And it involves, like, the entire Justice League. And one, it just shows, like, Hal Jordan just pwning the whole Justice League. And, like, and it's, it's such a great sequence of stuff. Like, he just knocks Hawkman upside his head, like, destroys Superman with, like, a giant thing of dynamite. Like, it's it's awesome. But you see this, like, Kyle Rayner without a ring, and you, you really get to see him as, like, a character and and fight for this thing that he barely knows, but he knows it's important. And so it's this awesome little two-part story. And if you want to know what, like, essentially everything about Kyle Rayner as far as his character and why people like him, you can just read this two-parter and see that. It's just fantastic. So all right. uh, that is available on DC Universe. Yeah, we're going to cut it off there. That was a That's a terrible ending to this show. <laughs> that's an awesome <laughs> ending. What are you talking terrible. about? Kyle Rayner is fantastic. There are times in life when there are things that are great that you remember finally, and there are things that you just I just reread it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Dude, Kyle man. Kyle Rayner is a great, great I, Hey man, isolation does weird things to us all. But like, <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible end to this show, man. Uh, it's a great ending. You're gonna disappoint so many people. You're such a hater. Oh man, you're gonna disappoint so many people. But <laughs> that'll do it. I'm sorry, but that'll do it for this episode of Comic Book Nation. Um, as always, if you're looking for new episodes of the show, we put them up every Wednesday and every Friday on comicbook.com. Where you can subscribe to our RSS feed and get new episodes, or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Playlists. If you miss our faces, I think we're trying out some video recording, so we may be back. Or you can just find us uh, old episodes of us on the comicbook.com YouTube page. Uh, if you want to talk to us, go to the hashtag comicbooknation or go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Coming up soon, we're going to do another review kind of reading because, you know, what else are we going to be doing? So celebrating you guys, the fans, the listeners. So get on and iTunes. I will just say, yeah. if you have emailed about a shirt, uh, obviously we have been in uh, quarantine for a couple of weeks. So just give me a little bit of extra time. You will get an email when your shirt goes out the door. It's going to take us some time until we can get back into the office. So just yeah. FYI. Yeah, yeah. Those t-shirts, they'll be like a nice sign that's, you know, civilization is coming back online again. Think of it that way. Um, yeah. If you want to get in contact with any of us, you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can find me at Janelle Wheeler on all the socials and Twitch. If you're looking for time burning, fun streaming games and Animal Crossing, seriously, somebody put that great on a billboard. Sell. Great <laughs> sell, <laughs> Did uh, I mention I'm giving away a copy of Animal Crossing? There it is. <laughs> you can find me at Matt Aguilar CB. And Jim's oh. just behind the scenes at Comic hey. We don't need to plug you. You're, 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 <laughs> you can find me at Jim Viscardi. That's a, yeah. nice and easy. 
You're some of my favorite tweets from the quarantine watch parties. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I'm just kind of like watching your updates. Yeah, he's got his, Jim's got to butter up these celebs, get them get them <laughs> comfortable with the quarantine watch party uh, jam. He's really, he's good at that, man. PR master. All right, so that's enough plugging, Jim. Let's plug Comic Book Nation. We'll see you guys next time. You guys stay up, stay healthy. Oh uh, yeah, stay in contact. See you later. Peace.